Words matter. For as long as I can remember, I've been fascinated with words. It has driven my love of reading and writing. I absolutely love poetry and the imagery that a few words eloquently strung together can create. It's no wonder then that I am also fascinated with the Holy Scriptures. In 66 books, God uses multiple authors to tell everyone who will read it or listen about the relationship that we can have with him. I've even heard that the words of the Bible were described as basic instructions before leaving earth. There is absolutely no denying the influence of the words of the Bible. From the scholar to the layperson, this book captivates with its words. Words matter. It also matters what words mean in their proper context. You get more acquainted with context by doing word studies. A word study will help you get insight into biblical concepts. I recently saw an article, even though it was written a long time ago on word studies, it was called How to Do Biblical Word Studies, A Foolproof Guide. And it was written in 2016 by Mark Ward, and I found it on the Logos blog. Now, fair warning, Mark Ward uses um, the Bible software Logos um, to really dig into his word studies. And at first glance, when you look in that article, it can appear a little bit challenging, but I encourage you to just check it out anyway, even if you don't do anything with it, just give it a good read. Now, on the other hand, Olive Tree also has some information on word studies. And I did find an article there and I linked back to it on our on our website, talkchurch.org. And this article walks you through finding a word. Um, in this case, the author was reading through the Bible and found a word that looked curious. And so that prompted a Bible word study investigation. So it takes you through the steps of, you know, finding that word. Then you check all the occurrences of the word as it appears in the Holy Script. And then you do the deeper analysis with lexicons and dictionaries. And it walks you through that as well. So. Those are two um, external resources that you can get to. Um, and now we're going to listen into our podcast episode where I interviewed uh, Minister Mary Williams. So stay tuned for that. Joining us on today's podcast is Minister Mary M. Williams, a North Carolina native. She received her B.A. in Religious Studies in May 2015 and her Master of Theology in June 2018 from the Raleigh Institute of Biblical Studies in Raleigh, North Carolina. She also holds an Associate Degree in Ministerial Studies and Certificates in Biblical and Family Counseling. Minister Mary Williams is a member of the historic Tupper Memorial Missionary Baptist Church in downtown Raleigh, North Carolina, where the senior pastor is the Reverend Dr. H.C. Miller. Her leadership roles at Tupper include associate minister, assistant to the pastor, overseer of ministries, Tuesday noonday Bible study teacher, Sunday school teacher, and leader of the women's ministry. A more detailed bio is up on the website, talkchurch.org, if you want to know more about Minister Williams. But right now, I invite you to uh, tune your ears in and listen to the interview that we shared together. So welcome to the podcast. 
Thank you. <laughs> it's uh, so nice of you to take time out of your day to be with us. You know, I was thinking um, when I extended the invitation, you have been a part of my life, my, you know, of, of uh, my Christian life um, for nearly every major milestone, if not all of them. I was like, well, shit, everything. I, I, but I was like, I do believe you have been at nearly, if not all of the major milestones in my Christian journey. So for me, it seems only proper that you be <laughs> in the midst of this Christian milestone too, right here at the, in the initial recordings of this, of this uh, podcast that I'm starting Talk Church. So thank you again. You've been putting up with me for years. <laughs> it's been, it's been a joy. You, you're a sweetheart. And I, it's my daughter. So <laughs> Well, thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, last we spoke, um, you were doing some word studies and I find word studies very intriguing. Um, I think you can get lost in, you know, researching a word and how it appears in the Old Testament and the New Testament, how how it appears in different contexts and settings. Um, and my pastor always says that the scripture is best understood in context, and that goes for words. You know, words can have different meanings according to, you know, their origin. So um, how is it that you, um, well, for our, for our listeners, how would you describe a word study? Like, what is it and how is it that you personally go about it? A, a word study is uh, just any word you come across. You might be reading a passage in the Bible and a word stands out to you. And you say, oh, well, I'd like to know more about that. Get the origins of it, you know, so that we can, uh, so I can get a better understanding of what that word means and how I would apply it to my life. And uh, I've done several. And uh, the one that we're talking about today is on faith. And I believe my faith is strong, but it could get better as, mm-hmm. as I want, want it to grow a little bit more than what it, where it, where it is right now. So, uh, and, and, and I, I didn't do probably an in-depth study as I could have. I just, uh, got the information and I use my study Bible quite a bit and other book references. And, and I, I don't even think I have book references in here, but mostly scripture and, um, uh, and I did look up the definition of faith, uh, the biblical de- definition, and I used my unabridged dictionary. Mm-hmm. So you have your dictionary that you use, you have your study Bible that you use, yes. um, and then you have some, sometimes you pull in other books to kind of help you as well. Exactly. When you're pulling together your resources for um, when you're, when you're uh, doing, a word, doing a word study. So let's go back just a second. So you mm-hmm. chose faith as one of the words that you were studying because you felt like your own faith could you know, be improved or, you know, you want to grow all the more. All the more, grow all the more. Exactly. And, you know, I, I, I believe my faith is strong, but I, I just believe it could be stronger, you know, and I just want people to uh, know that faith is, is for everybody, not just one individual, you know, and, and uh, it's to uh, strengthen me and and strengthen others as I'm strengthened to just uh, show how uh, God has worked in my life. Amen. And and how much I believe the word of God and how true it is. Okay. Well, that's awesome. So let's think about this. So if I'm sitting, you know, with my notebook and my Bible, how do I do a word study? Where do I even start? And I got a piece of paper, a pen and a Bible. Okay. Uh, as I said, I use my study Bible and, um, 
the and my concordance. Okay. And I and I've I've got a, a section in my Bible that takes me to a word that gives me the uh, gives me references. And sometimes the reference, the first reference that it takes me to has a little uh, statement at the bottom of the word. And I'll go through that and look up different scriptures that uh, I can pull out of that statement that will help me to go further. And then I have a reference column in my Bible as well that uh, refers me to other, other scriptures that uh, would help me to expound more on the word. So do you write down all of the scripture references as you go along or do you just kind of just flip back and forth? Well, what I do is I read that particular scripture and I go to the reference and then I go to the next one. And, you know, as, as, as far as I can go with the word and, uh, and uh, get the origin of it and then, then and the other verses expounds on it and it gets more and more exciting and you want to just go to more and more verses in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to just know what what that word is it means and how it applies to your life and how you know and, and the more you read the scriptures and 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 scriptures support scripture amen okay so basically whenever we do a word study then we need to be prepared with our pen and paper and our bible and, yeah. and make sure it has a center column for or not necessarily center but has references sometimes mm -hmm. found in the center column sometimes found on the outside edges but make sure that it has those references so that as we find the word um then we can just go from the you know go to the next linked um mm -hmm. next linked scripture is that so we have to be prepared to dig and, and it's digging, you get some, you, you get excited because you're, you're getting more rounded or more, or more rounded experience with that particular word. Is that right? That's right. And it's important that you have a study Bible. And if you got a study Bible with a reference column, that would be really good. It, it takes you further into the study, yes. deeper into the study than having a regular Bible. Now you mentioned a concordance and you know, we have those big chunky Strong's concordances. Um, but there's also, I wanted to mention, um, if you don't have, um, if you don't want to have that big chunky some Strong's concordance, there are some um, uh, online sites where you can look it up and it's free. Yes. Yes. Biblegateway.com is good. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the one that I use. Yeah, I use it too. <laughs> Okay, and then, you know, I, think, I think Blue Letter Bible even has. I'll, I'll have to confirm, but I think Blue Letter Bible has it as well. Yeah. But, but needless to say, there's several online sources that you know will allow you to be able to look up a particular word. So you looked up the word faith, right? Told us why. So now, can you tell us what you found and why it's beneficial? Okay. Well, first I, I, I looked up the definition. I wanted to really get a full meaning of what it meant. I looked up uh, faith in my unabridged dictionary, which is about the size of a big concordance, but it's <laughs> and, uh, meaning that the, the faith, the uh, definitions are the pure definition. And the unabridged has a lot of scripture references to uh, uh, words in the Bible or scripture in the Bible. So uh, I find that to be very helpful. And then I uh, looked up the biblical definition, uh, Hebrews 11 and one. So, uh, and then there are other references that I stated regarding the definition of uh, faith, a couple more. And then uh, in my little uh, reference in the Bible, I found some uh, 
different kinds of expressions of faith that occur in the scripture. Uh, doctrinal faith, saving faith, justifying faith, uh, indwelling faith, daily faith, uh, the gift or strength of faith, and, uh, and also some failures of faith. I found some of that as well. And That's comprehensive. Mm-hmm. And the faith, the kind of faith we have before we're saved and the faith that we have after we're saved. And, um, and then faith by works. Um, and then I talk about a little bit about the perpetuation, how Christ died for us on the cross, how he took our place. That, that has a lot to do with our faith. Amen. And um, maintaining our faith, a holding faith. And uh, our praying faith, our healing faith and saving faith. And then I had uh, found a few acronyms that weren't in the Bible, but I found them outside on the website of faith. So, and that's, that's a kind of a summary of, of what I found. And uh, I go into a little bit more detail on the each, each topic. Would each you want to share any of those? Huh? You want to share any of those? Sure. You want me? I can start out with the uh, definitions of faith. Um, okay. The, the first one is uh, the Unabridged Dictionary Faith, and it says the art or state of acknowledging unquestioning, unquestioningly the existence, power, and authority of a supreme being and the a reality of divine order or belief in God. And it says assurance, authority, and credibility, and that which is believed. And the fourth bullet said a supernatural virtue by which one believes on the authority of God himself all that God has revealed a process through the church for, for belief. Amen. And our, and our faith is in the church. It begins in the church. Amen. It begins, well, not necessarily in the church, but there are people that are in our lives that may uh, mention their faith. Amen. I end up in a church where the preacher is preaching. And, and then we began to realize that there is a faith. Amen. And, um, uh, and it's up to us whether we want to allow that faith to grow or whether we want to just take it right there and say, okay, I've heard it and I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but no, um, in, in the scripture it says, faith coming, and I wrote it down today because my pastor used it in the sermon today. Faith coming out here and hearing by the word of God. Amen. And, and how, how can you uh, hear without a preacher? Mm-hmm. I think it's Romans 10 and 14. But, um, uh, yeah, and I, I think it's important. A lot of people don't think that they need to uh, go to church. <clears throat> they think that um, a lot of people are satisfied with their life the way it is. Amen. And those some, and, and in this day and time, they're drifting away from the faith because of this uh, pandemic and things that are going on. And people are losing, uh, not necessarily losing their faith, but their faith is becoming weak. Amen. And I... Uh, and I find that to be true in, in just conversation with people and, and the way the church is falling away. And I know uh, a lot of churches are closed right now, but uh, people find that an, as an excuse not to grow their faith. Well, Amen. And this. I'm sorry to interrupt your train of thought there, but let me ask this. Um, how can someone uh, feed, feed their faith? How can someone feed their faith? Mm-hmm. I would say <clears throat> by the word of God, setting the word of God. Um, and you got to have a, a, a desire to want your faith to grow. 
Amen. And uh, you can feed it through the word of God. That's that's the best way to feed it through the word of God. I mean, it's good to uh, go and hear the preacher, but there should be some quiet time, some quality time with the word of God and with God himself, you know, carry on a regular conversation, you know, just uh, hearing what he has to say. And he, he loves all of us and he has a purpose for all of our lives. Amen. And he said in his word, he would have none to perish. So, you know, I, I think, you got to grow your faith by being in the word of God. Amen. And occasionally going to church, he says, those that, uh, it is good for brethren to dwell together. And it is. And I think, uh, we have the same conversations going on and just, uh, worshiping God together and just being in his presence. It's, uh, it's just a, a good time in the Lord. Amen. And it helps your faith. I believe it helps your faith to grow. Okay, so we see like you have a, a earnest desire to want to be in fellowship with the Lord. Um, but you mentioned um, having a regular conversation with the Lord. And, you know, when you're new to when you're new to the faith and when you're new to Christianity, when you're developing a relationship, it can feel awkward just kind of just talking out loud and, um, you know, talking to the Lord. So how do you have any tips for how someone could get comfortable just talking to the Lord. I think sometimes you hear some elegant prayers and people think, oh, wow, I can't pray like that. I can't talk to the Lord because I can't pray like that. When really um, prayer is just simply, as you mentioned, just to having a conversation, just having a, you know, reverently, of course, um, mm -hmm. but just, it's, it's just talking to the Lord. So do you have any tips that you might give a new believer um, or someone who's very new in their faith uh, about how to feel comfortable talking to the Lord. Okay, we could, you know, someone could be going through a situation and they're just so confused and don't know what to do and they can just cry out to the Lord, you know, just like we're having a conversation and just say, you know, Lord, I don't know how to pray. I don't understand how to come to you, but you know my heart better than I know my heart. Or, you know, can it? Can you just take what's on my heart and help me to explain to you what I need right now? Because you know what I need. But he, he wants us to talk to him. He wants us to be expressive. Uh, not so we got to use all big words. Amen. We just, he wants us to speak from our heart. Lord, I'm hurting right now. I, I'm in pain and, you know, I don't know what to do, but I need your help and I know you can help me. And, uh, and, and some people might not know that he can help them, but if I, I believe it to just cry out what's on their heart, that he will come to them. And, and, and as they open up their heart, he will uh, listen and hear and he will answer their prayer. Okay. Well, thank you. What else can you share with us from your work study? Uh, let's see the different, the six, I found that there were six kinds of expression of faith that occur in this, in the scripture. First with that doctrinal faith. Um, and it's just, I believe, it's, it's, which is the teaching of faith, amen. And, and where we are in our faith at the time, amen. And um, our faith grows as we learn more and more about Christ and who he is, amen. And, and the more we sit under teaching, you know, a lot of people don't want to be taught. But we have to hear the word of God. We have to be taught the word of God in order to know who he is, to get us excited about wanting to know more about him. Amen. And um, and, and, and it's just a matter of just sitting on the, on the, on the uh, 
the feet of the word of God or someone teaching the word of God or preaching the word of God that we may strive in our faith to be uh, better uh, people in Christ. Amen. To learn more about faith. And then there's saving faith and that's just simply trusting in Christ. Amen. Amen. And uh, in him alone for our salvation. He's the only one that can get us to God. Amen. Uh, a lot of people think and uh, they sit on the teachers who say that, you know, we're our own God and we don't need anybody else in our lives to, to show that we are. Amen. But uh, our, our saving faith is trusting in God and who he is and who he is in our lives. Amen. And, uh, and it, again, it comes from only from Christ and Christ alone. And uh, one verse, scripture verse, I want to read under that. It says, and they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy whole house. Amen. So I, I just believe once we have enough faith to believe who Christ is and how he has worked in our lives, we can relay that information to uh, our siblings, our children, our grandchildren, and pass it along that they can uh, believe, you know, as we do. Amen. And, and, and if, if you're saved and, and you have people in your household, you would want them saved as well. Amen. And we can, you know, talk all day long. Some will listen, some won't. Amen. But we still have to put the word out there that who Christ is and lift him up that others may be drawn unto him. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. Indwelling uh, faith. And that's uh, trusting in God and his word in and through us. Amen. And you, we know the Holy Spirit lives within us to help guide and lead us. Um, and we just, you know, our, our, we get to know who Christ is and we know he lives inside of us and we live out our day through Jesus Christ. Everything that we think about, everything that we talk about. Amen. I mean, not necessarily carrying on talking about God all day long, but just knowing that we have him in our life to um, guide us and lead us in the way we, we need to go. And uh, we ain't going to be perfect every time. We're going to slip up. Things are going to yep. come up, you know, and uh, like I heard the phrase, the cursing preacher. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, the old you might show up. Amen. But but God is a forgiving God. Amen. We don't let that, we don't hold on to that or let that dwell on us. We, you know, we ask God to forgive us and he will. Amen. And we can just start all over again. Amen. Yeah, because of repentance. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's repentance. And we can uh, just know that, that he is God and he is, he is God alone. He loves us and has mercy on us. Amen. And, and, <laughs> and he's a forgiving God. Amen. And Paul says in Galatians 2 and 20, he says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who ha who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Amen. So that's that's that that's that believing faith that indwells me, that as also as Paul says in Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength to do it. Amen. But you gotta have enough faith to believe that you can. Amen. And I heard uh someone in a Bible study say one time. She said, uh, do you believe that scripture? You can do all things in Christ. I believe it. You know, she said, well, I can't be a doctor. No, you can't. But there's some other things that you can do. Amen. If you have enough faith that those things will come to pass. 
hey man, if you just believe that you can't do anything, that you can't screw in a light bulb, amen. <laughs> you know, it's it's just simple thing that God gives us the strength to do. Amen. And uh, what you were saying with we all have a, a, a divine appointment and that we're all called for something. We're not all called to be doctors or electricians, but we are all called to something. All called to something. Amen. And God will give us the strength to whatever it is that he has called us to do. And, and the uh, scriptures reference says, uh, whatever he's called us to it, he will see us through it. Amen. And I, I don't know the verse, but it's in the Bible. <laughs> but but and 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 he calls us, like you said, to different things. Nobody, Lord, thank you that nobody does. Everybody does the same thing. Amen. The world it would be boring if we did. Amen. But I, I you think about I'm, yeah, if you think about um, Genesis. You know how the Lord created everything. He didn't create everything the same mm-hmm. from jump. You know there was variety. And you know, specificity in the way that he created things. And so mm-hmm. I love knowing that our God is a God that values diversity and values, yeah. you know, differences and makes things different. Like you and I, um, we're very different, you know, mm-hmm. but the world may see us in the same category, but we're actually very different, just like everyone else, just like our fingerprints. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we yeah. are all fearfully and wonderfully made by the majestic hand of God. Amen, amen. And 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 He loves us enough that uh, He sees the good in us at all times. Other people may not see it, but God sees it, and He looks at us. You know, He sees Christ the way Christ is. Amen. And He loves us enough to to know that uh, we're gonna slip up, we're gonna make mistakes. Amen. And then there's that daily faith uh, in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. So we walk day by day and uh, just believing in Christ Jesus. Amen. Um, Just believing that, you know, I might not have uh, food in my cabinet, but I trust God enough to know that he'll provide. Amen. And and, and, uh, there was a story about a lady that said that, uh, she was, uh, her neighbor was always upset with her because she was always praying, always out, out on her porch praying. And, you know, she was praying one day, said she didn't have no food <laughs> and said, so, so the, the neighbor went and bought her a bag of groceries and set it on the porch. And uh, she said, thank you, Lord. She said, I know you would provide and I know you would uh, uh, allow me to have what I needed. She said, but I didn't know you were going to send the devil to do it. <laughs> Oh, I've seen that joke before. Like, yeah. yeah. So, you know, God will provide for whatever we need. We don't have to worry about uh, our, our bills getting paid or things that, that, that we need taken care of. He's a God that provides. And, and uh, he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Amen. And um, sometimes we get discouraged and sometimes we think we don't have what we need. But we have everything we need. Ephesians says that God has given us in and through Christ Jesus. Amen. And we, we, we need to know, and that's what faith is about. Just knowing that we, what we have in Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. And he can do exceedingly abundant above whatever we can ever ask or think. Amen. That's Ephesians three and 20. He just, uh, loves us enough to suggest, uh, mm. and, and you know, when I think about times when we going through different things, 
Amen. And if we just trust God, we can walk around with a smile on our face, you know, knowing that something good is going to come out of some way, somewhere. Amen. But just trust him and not lean on our own understanding. Amen. And uh, just allow him to work out that situation for us. Amen. And this Proverbs in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew it. Three, five, and six was gonna pop up at some point in this conversation. <laughs> all your heart is leading out to your own understanding and all your knowledge of him, and he shall direct your path. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And the gift of faith or strength. Uh, and I, I just think the gift of faith is when we have strong faith. Amen. It's 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 not um, that we have the maximum faith. We're gonna, you know, but we have faith enough to believe the mustard seed faith. That's what I would say to get the faith. Just having that mustard seed faith that will grow if we allow it to grow. Amen. Through our uh, study with the Word of God. Amen. And um, some failures of faith. Um, and Ooh, I found let's talk about those. In my study Bible, <laughs> it said there are six New Testament expressions that trace the decline of faith in an individual. Okay. And before a person is saved, they might experience vain or dead faith. Mm-hmm. And vain faith is belief in the wrong doctrine. Again, you know, there's teachers that teach that, you know, that this Christ is not Messiah. There was no resurrection. Uh, he's still in the grave. But... Uh, but uh, Paul, in, in, in this passage, passage in 1 Corinthians 15, 12 through 19, it says that uh, if, 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 uh, if, if God is still in the grave, then preaching is in vain. We are false witnesses against God. We are yet in our sins. And since the resurrection of Christ uh, is essential to our justification, then to deny that he was resurrect, resurrected forfeits the forgiveness of our sins. Amen. Amen. And also those who are sleeping Christ are perish. They will not rise again. But we know on the last, when God comes back again, those that are dead in him will rise again, the Bible says. And if our hope in Christ does not take us beyond the present life, then we are of all men miserable. Amen. So as Christians, we must believe that Christ did not die in vain. Amen. And that our living is not in vain. Amen. If we believe in him, our living is not in vain. We must also believe that God raised him up. Amen. Amen. And then there's dead faith. It says a belief in orthodox doctrine without personal belief in Christ. And James 2, 19 through 20 says, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Amen. So, so we got to work our faith. Amen. We got to, once we believe it, we got to share it. Amen. We got to walk in it. We got to talk it. Amen. And we got to live it out in our lives. Amen. And that was this, this, uh, two things on the, uh, what did I say? Failure of faith. Amen. And then there's, um, it says that the person is saved, he or she can experience the following varieties of faith. And, you know, we can believe 
I mean, we can have faith, but we there's a certain number of beliefs sometimes that we do not have. Just like the reference of Thomas in the Bible who said, you know, Lord, I, I don't believe it. I got to see the holes in your side. Amen. And, and we got to we gotta believe what we believe. Amen. The word of God. Amen. It, and, 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 and we got to believe that the word of God does not change. Amen. We got to believe it, it. It says what it says. It's true. Amen. And, and we got to uh, not falter. Uh, we're God in his word. Amen. It, it is, it is truth. It's infallible. And we gotta, we gotta know that it is in our hearts in order that we may um, live it out in our lives. And then there's little faith, a mixture of faith and unbelief. And, you know, it's not like an agnostic who, you know, may believe in God, may not believe in God, but it's a uh, little faith is that we, we got the faith and, and it's a little less than the mustard seed faith. Amen. They said, if you have, the Bible says you have a faith of a mustard seed, you know, but uh, you, you've heard of faith. Amen. And you uh, want to believe that, that it is what it is, but then you don't want to, you don't want to, uh, be tested by your faith. Or you want, don't want to use faith as a, as a way of, 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 of um, expressing it through your daily life. Amen. We say we belong to Christ, but our faith is weak or minimal. And, you know, we, we, just, we just have that little bit of faith to, to maybe impress somebody. That's maybe a good example. Just impressing somebody. Say, well, you know, I am saved. I got, you know, I got faith. I believe this. But when it comes really down to it, you know, our faith is minimal. It's, it's, it's sparse. It doesn't have any, any power. Amen. It doesn't have any, any uh, uh, substance in it. Amen. It's just, just weak little faith. Amen. I hope I explained that well enough. <laughs> well, yeah. And, Thank you for, for really um, taking us through all of those steps, you know, the different types of faith and um, examples of failures of faith. And it's been very enlightening. So what could you take out of it since you started the study to, um, to grow your own faith? What's the, what's the one key thing that you took out of it? I think the one uh, true thing is that faith makes us complete. Amen. It makes us realize that um, we have a, life in Christ Jesus that is a powerful life. Amen. That we sometimes don't even realize how much power we have. You know, sometimes we want to uh, give power to the devil or allow him to just rule our lives. And we don't have to because we got this power of faith within us that will enable us to speak to that mountain, as it says in the Bible, and it will move into the ocean. Amen. My faith hasn't gotten there yet to believe that, but I best believe, but I believe it can happen. I believe it can happen. I have uh, <clears throat> gone through some things and, you know, and, and, and my faith wasn't strong enough, but, but going through it strengthened my faith, grew my faith to the point that I know God is all powerful and there's nothing impossible for him. Nothing. I don't care what it is. There's nothing impossible for him. Just believe in our healing, amen, that will take place in our bodies that he made fearlessly and wonderfully, amen. Just believe in that we can speak things that are not as though they were, 
Amen. We don't have to take things in our lives that we don't have to <clears throat> go to the um to buy a car. And they said, Well, you know, you can't have this car. Why not? Amen. And that's just a material thing. But just just having enough faith in our lives to believe that we can walk into a room of kings and queens and we can we that status relates to us as well. Amen. Because who we belong to, because God is our uh our father who loves us and sees us as his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And he's the one that touches our hearts and he's the one that knows our heart and know that um, we're the ones that's going to accept Christ in our life. Amen. A lot of people walk around and, you know, a lot of people are not going to be saved, but he said he would have none, none of us to perish. But I just believe that uh, once you open up your heart to Christ, amen your faith will grow to the point where sometimes you don't understand it yourself. Amen. No. But, but, I, but God is God and, and he loves us enough to take us to his son when we, he know our heart is ready to go. Amen. That is true. So I, if I take from it that uh, from everything that you've told us today and that you've shared with us, um, that faith is, um, it's simple and it's complex, you know, it's yeah. on the surface, but it's not something that you can get in five minutes. It's something that develops over time. So that the, the strength of your faith develops over time. And, um, and that lets me also know that you can never stop developing your faith, you know, yep. it's always, uh, an increase and always another level and always a next step in developing our faith such that as you gave example um, from scripture, our faith would be such that we could um, see a mountain moved into the sea. So I just think that, um, I think that faith is essential to the Christian faith. It's mm -hmm. essential to the development of the Christian life. And, um, and I think that everyone should spend time in the word of God, you know, Maybe. every day trying to develop that faith. And I think the other thing that you brought out is key too, is that you, we will have experiences that are sometimes unpleasant, but mm -hmm. those experiences do test our faith and grow yeah. our faith at the same time. And so instead of, you know, really grumbling about the experiences that we're going through uh, when they're unpleasant, then maybe we take that mm -hmm. as opportunity to know that as after we come out of it, or even as we're going through it, then our faith is growing. It's like a muscle that has yeah. to be trained and has to have pressure applied upon it so that it can stand up and grow. Amen. Amen. That's good. Well put. I like that. Amen. 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 <laughs> now, I, I thank you for this opportunity. And I, I just, uh, I just love God so much. And, 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 you know, I, I'm a simple person and I like to make things pretty plain. But um, when it comes to, to, to knowing God and loving God and knowing Jesus Christ, amen, I have this, this joy in my heart just talking about it, amen, and just uh, knowing who he is and, and what he can do, has done, and will continue to do in our lives. Because uh, Acts 17 and 28 says, for in him we live, we move, and have our being, amen. And so, you know, with him, Again, all things are possible. There's nothing too hard for him. And there's nothing too hard for us. We just trust him and, and, and walk in our faith. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for just, you know, sharing your time with us on today. Uh, I think we all have come out of this um, 
chat a, a little wiser um, and able to apply our faith in different ways. And I'm pretty sure someone will want to just go grab their study Bible and, you know, find a word and start doing the word study. But if people want to get more information from you on how to do the word study um, or how to just reach to, reach out to you and talk to you about faith, how can they contact you? They can contact me through my email address. That will, is mwilliams2056 at nc.rr.com. Amen. Um, and also for our listeners, please know that her biographical sketch is up on our website that supports this podcast. It's talkchurch.org, talkchurch.org. Well, Minister Williams, it's been my pleasure to hang out with you. Well, I appreciate this. It's <laughs> a, a great opportunity to get this out. And I, I just thank you for the opportunity. Amen. And um, looking forward to uh, hearing from uh, callers or viewers, those that are uh, take part in this uh, podcast and want to know about more about faith. And I'll be willing to share a little bit more of what I, I, uh, the Lord has given me to share with them. Well, amen. On that note, we'll just say goodbye for now. We'll talk soon. (laughs) Bye. You have been listening to let's talk church, a podcast designed for the curious and the convinced. Join us weekly as we explore and get more comfortable with Christianity. If you haven't done so already, please click subscribe. Also, you're welcome to join us on Instagram at Talk Church. We pray that our God will bless and keep you.